Times. You ever think about investing in the the the, 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 the little stand? Yeah, that's, that's get two of them, yeah. one on the floor, one up. That's, you don't gotta keep worrying I'm, about. That's what they I clear it too, that's and you don't gotta worry about batteries. Bismillah wa alhamdulillah. Bismillah wa alhamdulillah. Salat wa salamu ala rasulillah. وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutations upon the messenger alayhi salatu wassalam and upon his family and his companions and upon all those who follow upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day to proceed for nawasilu ma'akum ya ikhwan fil istifadati min kitabi usul al-thalatha wa min hifzi matni usul al-thalatha li fadilatil imam al-shaykh Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab al-Tamimi rahimahullahu ta'ala rahimahullahu ta'ala so today we continue benefiting from memorizing the text of the book usul al-thalatha the three principles written by the noble Imam Shaykh al-Islam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab al-Tamimi rahimahullah ta'ala فَمَنْ حَفِظَ مَنْ بِدَايَ إِلَىٰ سُورَةِ الْعَصَرِ So who had the honor to memorize from the beginning all the way up into Surah Al-Asr أَذُونَ وَصَلْنَا إِلَىٰ سُورَةِ الْعَصَرِ صح? I think we arrived at Surah Al-Asr طيب من يريد أن يقرأ أولاً فضي الشيخ هو أن يرسل فرسلي ولو لم يح ولم ولو لم يحفظ الذي يريد أن يقرأ فليقرأ even if you haven't memorized it let's do those who memorized the first portion of first if you haven't memorized it you can read it all the way up until سورة الأصل فضي الشيخ مايرة فضل نعم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال الإمام محمد بن عبد الله محمد بن عبد الوهاب رحمه الله اعلم رحمك الله أنه يجب علينا تعلم أربع مسائل الأولى العلم وهو معرفة الله ومعرفة نبيه ومعرفة الدين الإسلامي بالأدلة الثاني العمل به الثانية الثانية العمل به الثالثة الدعوة إليه الرابعة الصبر على الأذى فيه والدليل قول الله تعالى بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر أحسنت أحسنت ومن حفظ أيضا هو ممرايز لقمان do you memorize لقمان كنت مشغولا you were busy لا بس any of our sisters our daughters had the honor to memorize the first portion 
MashaAllah, Arsanti, Arsanti. Wa ghayruha, other than our beloved sister, any, anyone else from the sisters had the honor to memorize also? Only one? Ah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Qala al-Imam Shaykh al-Islam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab Rahimahullah Ta'ala I'lam rahimakallahu Annahu yajibu alayna ta'allumu arba'i masail Al-Ula al-ilmu Wahuwa ma'rifatullahi Wa ma'rifatu nabiyyihi Wa ma'rifatu deen al-Islami bil-adillati Wa-thaniyatu al-amalu bih والثالثة الدعوة إليه والرابعة الصبر على الأذى فيه والدليل قوله تعالى والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر سورة العصر طيب تعلمنا أن الصبر ينقسم إلى ثلاثة أقسام We learned so far that patience is divided into three categories. So what are they? Sabur ala awamirillah. Being patient upon the commandment of Allah, or you can say the obedience of Allah. Sabur ala ma yanhallah. Patience. With regards to what Allah Ta'ala has prohibited. And the third, who can help our brother out? Huh? And being patient upon the decree of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. I'll say it, you say it. I'll say it, you say it. Qala Shafi'iyu Rahimahullah. Qala Shafi'iyu Rahimahullah. لو ما أنزل الله قال الشافعي رحمه الله تعالى لو ما أنزل الله حجة على خلقه إلا هذه الصورة لكفتهم قال الشافعي رحمه الله تعالى لو ما أنزل الله حجة على خلقه إلا هذه الصورة لكفتهم طيب إمام الشافعي may Allah have mercy upon him said the Imam Shafi, may Allah have mercy upon him, he says, لو ما أنزل الله حجة على خلقه إلا هذه الصورة لكفتهم If Allah would have not sent down as a proof upon his creation except this surah. What's the surah he's talking about? Surah Al-Asr. لكفتهم It would have been enough for them. It would have been sufficient for them. معنى هذا الكلام The meaning of this speech يا إخوان في سورة العصر بيّن الله سبحانه وتعالى كل ما يحتاج إليه العبد بأن ينجح في هذه الدنيا 
Meaning, in this surah, Allah clarified, Allah mentioned everything from goodness that the servant is in need of in this one surah to be successful in this life and in the hereafter. So we have to be Mada give great consideration with regards to learning the meaning of Surah Al-Asr. What is it saying? The tafsir of it? And what is it calling to? Write this down, Nikhwan. Ashafi'u manhua. Who is Imam Ashafi'i? Who is Imam Ashafi'i? Huwa Abu Abdullah. You're going to write, he is Abu Abdullah. Muhammad ibn Idris. He is Muhammad ibn Idris. Al-Shafi'i. هو أبو عبد الله محمد ابن إدريس. من يكرر؟ who can repeat؟ الشاف his name؟ هو محمد هو أبو عبد الله محمد ابن إدريس. أرسنت أرسنت. one of our sisters can repeat his name؟ Muhammad ibn Idris Faidatan thalithatan or thaniyatan Benefit number two Hadal ism Muhammad ibn Idris Nafsul ism li shaykhin akhar This name, if you memorize this name Muhammad ibn Idris Muhammad ibn Idris That's the name of another great imam You're only going to find two Muhammad ibn Idris is either Shafi'i or Remember Imam Ar-Razi, Imam Abu Hatim Ar-Razi. So that's a benefit for you students of Hadith. When you get into Ilm Ar-Rujal, learning who's who from the men. When you hear Muhammad Ibn Idris, that's either Al-Shafi'i or Abu Hatim Ar-Razi. Abu Hatim Ar-Razi. Like Muhammad Ibn Ismail. Who is that? Bukhari. Or... Another scholar that has that name. Huh? Hey, I sent. I sent As-Sana'ani. The great Imam of Al-Yemen. The great Imam of Al-Yemen. Some scholars say one of the greatest scholars Yemen has ever seen. As-Sana'ani. Some say Ash-Shawkani. Some say one of them. Some prefer As-Sana'ani. Some prefer Shawkani. At any rate, Muhammad ibn Ismail, he is also either Bukhari or As-Sana'ani. I sent him. I'll say it, you say it. I'll say it, you say it. Qala al-Bukhari rahimahullahu ta'ala. Qala al-Bukhari rahimahullahu ta'ala. Qala al-Bukhari rahimahullahu ta'ala. Babun. Al-ilmu. قال البخاري رحمه الله تعالى 
باب العلم قبل القول والعمل Now he mentions the statement of Al-Bukhari. Al-Bukhari says, may Allah have mercy upon him, chapter. Where is this chapter at? In which one of his books? Which one? In which, which book? In his Sahih. Al-Bukhari lahu kutubun ya ikhwan adida, laysa kathira, walakin la ba'sa bi'adadiha. Bukhari has a number of books. He doesn't have a lot of books. He didn't spend a lot of time authoring. He wasn't like, who authored a lot of books. He wasn't like a Nawawi. He wasn't like Ibn Qudama. He wasn't like a Shokani. He didn't author a whole lot of books, but he authored a great, a nice amount of books. From his best books is his Sahih. Sahih al-Bukhari. His authentic collection of al-Hadith. هل نستفيد من هذا أن كل ما ورد البخاري رحمه الله تعالى في الصحيح صحيح Do we understand because his book is called the authentic book of hadith that every hadith he wrote is authentic? The answer is no. يوجد قليل من العدد شيء ما من الضعف أو فيه ضعف There is a few small number of hadith that some scholars say Bukhari didn't get it right here. According to Bukhari, they're all authentic. All of them. But other scholars come and say, Hey, Bukhari, you missed this one, and this one, and this one. So just because a scholar names his book Sahih, doesn't mean that all of the scholars agree that is Sahih. They differ from time to time. So Bukhari says, Babun chapter. And which book is he talking about? His Sahih. His Sahih. He has a number of books. He has Tariq, uh, tariq a book of history, Al-Adab al-Mufrat, a book of manners, Kitab al-Azim. It's a tremendous book, ya ikhwan. Al-Adab al-Mufrat, one of the best books you're going to study regarding manners. Al-Adab min al-Hadith, manners that you're going to learn from Hadith of the Messenger, alayhi salatu salam. Wuhum mukhtalifun min kitab al-Adab fi sahih And a lot of people don't understand this point. In his Sahih, he has books. If you go to Sayyid Bukhari, he has the book of Salah, the book of Tahara, the book of Nikah, the book of Manners. Some people think this book of Manners in his Sahih is the same book of Manners in his Adab al-Mufrat. But they're two different books. Two different books. So here he says, Babun, chapter, in his Sahih. Although he didn't mention it, he's talking about his Sahih. He says, Babun al-ilm qabl al-qawli wal-amal. Listen to this, Yaqba. Chapter, knowledge, precedes statements, and actions. Bahada fiqhul Bukhari. That's Bukhari's understanding. Knowledge comes before speech and actions. Somebody write that down, Yaqba. Chapter, knowledge comes before speech and actions. Who said that? Whose words are we reading? Bukhari's. Last point of today, inshallah. Then we're going to go over it sometimes. And then we're going to give some benefit, inshallah. Taib. Qala al-Bukhari rahimahullahu ta'ala. Babun. Al-ilmu qabla al-qawli wal-amal. Al-ilmu qabla al-qawli wal-amal. والدليل قوله تعالى فعلم 
أنه لا إله إلا الله واستغفر لذنبك الآية سورة محمد He says, next point, and the proof to this. So Bukhari mentions his understanding. He says, chapter, knowledge, comes before speech and action. Then he brings a proof for that. That's the speech of Bukhari. Even Bukhari, Ahtajil al-Dilil, needs proofs. So where did he get that from? He says, what Dilil, and the proof that knowledge comes before speech and action is the statement of Allah the Most High. Where Allah says, فَعَلَمْ So know أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ That none has the right to be worshipped except Allah. فَاسْتَقْفِ لِذَنْبِكِ الْآيَةِ سُورَةُ مُحَمَّدِ And seek the forgiveness of your sins and the sins of the Muslims. How does Bukhari, where did Bukhari see that from in the verse? Sometimes Bukhari, his mind is different than someone else's mind. He can look at a hadith and see something that someone else may not see. He can look in the ayah and see something that someone else may not see. Where does Bukhari in this verse see al-ilmu qabl al-qawli wal-amal that knowledge comes before speech and actions? Where at? He says fa'alam. Allah says firstly, no. Allah began the verse with no. Where did he get knowledge? Uh, action comes after that? Close. Accent. Now Allah is commanding you to do something, O Muhammad. After know, have knowledge, learn. Now Allah has commanded the Prophet and thus the Muslims to do some work. So seek the forgiveness of your sins and the sins of the Muslims from the men and the women. So the fact that Allah commanded the Prophet to know, first and foremost, then He commanded him to do something. So Bukhari says, what I see in this verse is that knowledge comes first. وهذا صحيح. And that's correct, يا إخوان. قبل كل شيء علينا بالعلم before anything. You have to know first. الذي يريد أن يصلي كيف نصلي ولا لا لا يعلم كيف أن يصلي. The man wants to pray, but he didn't learn how to pray. How can he pray? هو يريد أن يتوضأ. العلم قبل الوضوء. He wants to make wudu. Knowledge comes before wudu. المرأة تريد أن the sister wants to wear the Islamic clothing, the jilbab. She has to learn first what's a jilbab, what makes a jilbab a jilbab, what's the conditions of a jilbab, what can I wear, what's recommended to wear. She has to learn before she can do it. Knowledge comes before speech and actions. Third benefit of today. عندما يقرأ نصف الآية أو نصف الحديث نقول الآية Anytime you read a hadith or rather a verse and you don't read the whole verse you read part of the verse now you say الآية since there's more to the verse to imply to give the impression that there's more to the verse you say الآية you read a hadith and there's more to the hadith the sister says, for example, قال النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام إنما الأعمال بالنيات الحديث She says, the Messenger of Allah says, actions are based upon intentions الحديث This lets you know, there's more to the hadith. Same thing if you're reading a verse. 
and you don't read the whole verse. You read the part that you want to show, you want to establish. Since there's remaining of the, of the ayah, you say al-ayah. And it's not recommended to write that dot, 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 dot. Some scholars say that's hated. To write, you know, you're writing a book, inshallah, you all begin to write your books and explain books, inshallah ta'ala. That's our goal. Should be all of our goals. Tayyip. <coughs> Instead of writing dot, 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 it's better not to write that. It's better to write the word al-hadith. This is what the scholars of a hadith used to do when they would mention part of a hadith and there's main, remaining of the hadith, they would say al-hadith. So it's allowed to do that. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. last part. Last part. So today we have three lines. The statement of a Shafi'i, statement of Bukhari, and then one sentence afterwards. Tayyip. I'll say it, you say it. I'll say it, you say it. What the little Kaulahu Ta'ala? Fa'alam and the Hula Ilaha illallah. Fa'alam and the Hula Ilaha was Stalgo Firli than B. El Ayah. Soro to Muhammad. Fabeda Abil Elmi. Fabeda Abil Elmi. قبل القول والعمل. So now this speech is actually the speech of Bukhari. The author is quoting Bukhari here. The whole portion is from Bukhari. So Bukhari says, فَبَدَأَ So he began. Who began? Huh? Bukhari. Ah, close. Who began? Ah. Ah. Allah. He mentioned the verse. Now Bukhari said, فَبَدَأَ He began. Who was the he going back to? Allah. In the verse. He says, فَبَدَأَ بِالْعِلْمِ قَبْلِ الْقَوْلِ وَالْعَمَلِ So Allah, the He goes back to Allah. So He began with knowledge before speech and action. This is where Bukhari got it from. Sometimes people think Bukhari is just making up chapters. No. He mentions the hadith and he sees something in the hadith. And he says, chapter, the obligation of reciting Al-Fatiha. And then he brings the hadith. The hadith, there's no prayer for the one who does not recite the mother of the book. Who's the narrator? That's what we got to start in Kansas City, some hadith classes. One of our sisters. Who's the narrator? It does come similarly from Abu Huraira. But his hadith says... Uh, Men lam yaqra bi fatiha al-kitab fa salatu al-khidaj and the sunan Abu Hurairah says that the messenger of Allah says whoever does not recite the mother of the book then his salah is deficient that's Abu Hurairah's narration Ibn Abbas Ibn Abbas but who's the narrator Abu Hurairah Abu Hurairah's khidaj Usama طيب. 
collect by Bukhari and Muslim. Ubada ibn Salmat. Abu Huraira's narration is Khidaj. There's another narrator also. His wording is slightly different. So Bukhari derives this chapter title from this hadith. A lot of students think, where did Bukhari get his chapter titles? He's not making them up, ya He's deriving from ayat, like here. He looks at the ayat, and he derives from the ayat. He looks at the hadith, and he derives from the hadith. This is called istikhraj, or istikhraj, where he's, or istinbaq, where he sees the narration, and he derives from the narration. In Arabic, you can say this is from Bukhari's Tabweeb, where he classifies, uh, he gives a title, a chapter, a title. In his Sahih, he says, chapter, knowledge, comes before speech and action. Let's say it a few times, inshallah, and then we'll take some benefit, inshallah ta'ala. Qala Shafi'iyu rahimahullahu ta'ala. Allahum <laughs> والدليل قوله تعالى فعلم أنه لا إله إلا الله واستغفر لذنبك الآية سورة محمد فبدأ بالعلم قبل القول والعمل Skip a line and write this down. Man huwa al-Bukhari. Who is Bukhari? Huwa Abu Abdullah. Huwa Abu Abdullah. Muhammad ibn Ismail. Muhammad ibn Ismail. Huh? It doesn't mean Bukhari didn't have any children, but it's allowed to take a kunya. It's allowed to take a kunya even if you don't have children. As Aisha used to do, and she was Ummu Abdullah. She didn't have a child named Abdullah. Just as Imam Ahmed used to do. Before he had children, he was known as Abu Abdullah. And he didn't have no children. Bukhari didn't have children. He was known as Abu Abdullah. So you can take a kunya. It's actually a sunnah. The sister says, hey, assalamu alaikum, alaikum salam, how are you? What's your name? I'm Um Hamza. Oh, your son is named Hamza? No, I don't have any children. That's just a kunya. That's a sunnah. And when you have children, you don't have to name them after that kunya either. It's not a condition. Some of the Arab, they didn't like the kunya of the woman. We hope our women don't get offended. Some of the Arab, for whatever reason, they favored the boy over the girl. That's not correct. But some of the Arab used to do that. They would favor the boy over the girl, and that's not correct to do. That's not correct. Not everything the Arab used to do is correct, ya That's not our Islam. 
that we favor any nationality over another nationality. When I first was coming back to Kansas, some of my comrades would say, hey, but I thought that was an African masjid you were going to. <laughs> he said, I'm African, firstly. Second of all, what does it matter here for? Maybe most of the brothers and sisters there are from Africa. Sometimes we have a, a biasness that we don't even know, ignorance. We have the Turkish brothers are with the Turkish brothers. The African Americans are with the African Americans. The Arab are with the Arab. The Indian is with the Indian. None of that's from Islam, None of that is from Islam. And Islam Islam technically joins between the nationalities here. It's not correct that the non-Arab is with the non-Arab community only. And the Arab is with the Arab community only. And the Indian is with the Indian community only. That's not correct. I understand why they do it. That's my people. That's our people. I'm more comfortable with my people. So I'm with the Ifriqiyin. I'm with the Arab. I'm with the non-Arab. I'm with the Kedha wa Kedha. Tayyar. And Afamuka. I understand your point. Lakin, hadha laysa min al-Islam. But it's not from Islam. Huwa laysa min al-Sunnah kuluna nadukhul al-Masjid. Wa hiya tajlis huna. Wa thaniya huna. Wa thalitha huna. La. Hadha yukhalifu al-Sunnah. It's not from Islam. The sisters come in the masjid, they're together. One, two, three, four, five, six, all eight of them are together. They come in the masjid, and Amatala sits there, Sophia sits there, and Khadija sits there. That's allowed, but it's not from the Sunnah. The Sunnah is that they do what? Who knows? How do they sit? They're together. They come in the masjid together. They sit separately. That's not from the Sunnah. The soon as that they sit together. The brothers come in together. This brother goes over there, other brother goes over there, this one goes over there. That's allowed to do. But it's not from the sunnah. The sunnah is that you are together. In everything, the Muslims are together. If it's two positions that are allowed, but one is going to divide the brothers and sisters, then don't do it. Ever. If there are two that are allowed, they have to be jaizan. Both of them have to be allowed. And if you choose the other one, it's going to divide the brothers and sisters. Then you should do the one that's going to keep the unity together. It's a sunnah to stay together. It's a sunnah to stay together for the sisters and for the brothers. So we'll stop there, Juan. Anyone has anything to mention? Your homework for tomorrow? We give y'all tonight, one, one night. That's easy for your brothers. Three cent and your sisters. Three lines, inshallah. Shafi'i said, Bukhari said, and the ayah. So we have three sentences for tonight, inshallah. Tomorrow, you come back and recite. Whoever doesn't have their homework, we're going to do some Ramadan push-ups, inshallah. Inshallah. We think of something for the girls to do on the sister's side, inshallah. For the brothers, if you don't come back, one, two, three, four, five. 25, maybe fasting, that might be a lot. Now your brothers are strong, alhamdulillah. 25 fasting push-ups. Yeah, we break fast, and then we'll see who owes each other push-ups, inshallah. So three lines, inshallah. We'll stop there, ikhwana kramukum Allah. Wa subhanaka lahumu wa bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiru wa atubu ilayk. Wa jazakum Allah khayra. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.